The budget that was supposed to, this is the biggest consequential budget of our lives, right? Because of the crisis we're in, supposed to take us out of the crisis. They were not there to debate it. They abandoned it. But when it came to Kenuferiata's survival, on that day of debate for the vote of censure, all the ministers were marshaled there to defend him, including the two famous um, communications minister and uh, energy minister who were seen chilling in, in Qatar, Qatar when the debate on the Bible. They were in the house and they took a picture to Andrew. Yeah, we are we're here. Mm-hmm. When the pres- when the president says, "This is what is important to me," and the signals by the by their uh, by their presence, right? It tells you a lot about how the system works. And he, the fact that he not only had maneuvered the end, of course, that's what the NDC MPs, they knew this was a fight and losing battle anyway. But they, 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 they gallantly lost, right? Mm-hmm. But Ken should be credited for a lot. He, he I mean, when you, when you think back now, you're wondering, I mean, so why, why did they do all that to the man? Um, and because he's still standing, you're wondering, should they still pursue? And I really doubt going into 2023, and that's a part of the thing we're doing review, going into 2023, whether indeed he will leave. He'll whether go. He... That, that's, that, that's the question I was going to put I, to I you believe, on this, this. This is what I predict will mm-hmm. happen. I believe Ken leaves if he wants to wants leave. To or leave. the president wants him to no, leave. No, and the president would never want him to go. Are you I saying mean, in all this, at least you have your sources, in all this, there was no point that I Ken am, himself wanted to leave I don't and the know president that. says to stay? I, I don't know that. Okay. But I'm just making a prediction going into 2023 that Ken only leaves if he wants to. I am confident the president himself will not want to remove Ken, the president himself. Really? I think this comes down to what Ken chooses to do. It is not up to the MPP MPs. That's what the NDC MPs, they're out of the equation. Mm-hmm. They've lost their vote. It's done. The MPP MPs, first of all, watch whether they'll be still disunited in 2023 after the IMF, after the IMF deal is, is struck. It comes down to what Ken wants to do. And we'll see. I mean, maybe mm. I'll be wrong. No, but that's, that's, that's what I believe will happen. Did you agree? Ken well, only me, leaves when he wants to. Mm-hmm. If Evans's theory is right, that Ken will only leave when he wants to leave, then Ken will never leave. Because if this didn't make him want to leave, nothing mm-hmm. will. I mean, honestly, what, what is worse than this? First, you, you tell everybody that some e-levy thing is going to save our economy, and you calculate that it will bring in some four-point-something billion. It doesn't even make 10% of your estimated target. So as a finance minister, you got your maths wrong. That didn't make you resign. Then, when we were on the verge of going to the IMF, you came to tell us that we won't go. And then in the end, we went. That didn't make you resign. The entirety of parliament, and by the way, when the entirety of parliament wants something, the theory is that the entirety of the nation wants it, because those are our representatives. Yes. So the whole nation wanted you to quit. You didn't quit. It, you didn't resign. You came to defend. You came to explain to the, the, you know, the, why the, you the, should stay. the parliament why you should stay in office, why you are innocent. Honestly, what will make him want to resign? I don't think anything will ever make him. You could also look at it this way. I, I want to leave on my own terms, not because not because you're people, asking me to, ask me to leave. Look, at this rate, if the NPP loses the next election and the, the NDC becomes the next government and they hire Kenu Furiata to stay on, he probably will. But anyway, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get back to this whole thing about the maneuverings of parliament and Kenu Furiata. I think I agree maybe about three quarters of the way with Evans's analysis of how this thing unfolded. I agree with the fact that the president is the driving force behind his survival, not necessarily Ken himself. But maybe the last quarter of the, uh, you know, the argument where I may take a small departure is this. I think, and look, I love movies, so I'm going to try and use a movie to explain my, Which movie my theory here. No, well, not okay. a particular movie, but okay. the the movie industry, if you mm-hmm. like. Okay. In movies, there's something called the MacGuffin. Mm. MacGuffin. M-A-C-G-U-F-F-I-N. MacGuffin. It's a device that is used to move the story along, even though the story is not about that device. Okay. So, for example, if you watch the Titanic, the title of the movie is Titanic. It's set on a big ship, but the movie is not about the ship. Mm. The movie is about two lovers. Mm-hmm. So that story could have happened anywhere. The Titanic, the World Trade Center, anywhere. So the Titanic is just a device to move the story along. Or maybe you watch Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and they're all running around looking for the Holy Grail. 
It's a cup. The story, you know, is all, every character is pursuing this cup. But the movie is about the characters, not mm -hmm. the cup. So I think Kemuforiata is the MacGuffin mm. in this storyline. So, like Evan says, he has no constituency. What will be the title of this movie? I'm interested. <laughs> Maybe Evans will help with that. Part one, one and two. Okay. All right. So, in this movie, Ken is the MacGuffin. He's the, the, the plot device that moves the story along. The story is not about him. Okay. Okay. He's just what everybody is arguing about. But it's not about him. The story is about the main characters here. And if we are to extend the movie analogy, then the killer, the antagonist in this scenario is the president. He's the mastermind. Mm -hmm. This is where I agree with Evans. He's the one who declared that I want this man to stay. Hmm. But other people made it happen. Yeah. Other people played the chess that enabled Ken to stay. Mm -hmm. Those other people, perhaps in our movie analogy, they will be the jack. Do you know the jack? That's the big strong man? guy who stands next to the, the bad guy. Okay. The bad guy sends him off to do all the horrible things. So, so the if you have the killer, who is the blue man in this one? The, the blue man might have to might be those who wanted Ken out. Okay. The people of Ghana. Oh, right? this time the blue man has lost. Yeah, okay. Yes. Oh, so yeah. in this movie, there are movies okay. like that. <laughs> okay. There are movies like that. Yeah. The killer, killer one in this one. Okay. Because, look, as soon as the president declared his desire, and that is the strength that our president has, Maybe he's a veteran politician like Evans is saying, but I think his bigger strength is mm -hmm. the fact that he has got chess players around him. And also, he can be petulant. He can decide, I want this, and I don't care how you get it. Mm. Get it for me. Mm. And he's able to motivate people to achieve goals that he envisions by whatever means necessary. He did it with free SHS. Yeah. He said, when people told him he could, even, yeah. Ken, even Ken had his doubts. Ken had Indeed, his doubts he said, no, make it happen. I don't care how you do it. And somehow the force of that will made it happen. The same thing happened with Ken. He wanted Ken to stay, as Evan says, but other people played the chess game. And look, me, I'm cynical, but I genuinely believe that all the parts in parliament, they all worked together to keep Ken in office. Mm. From Apia Kubi to Oseche Mensabonsu to the minority to the Speaker of Parliament. Everyone did something that guaranteed Kenuforata stay. Really? Yeah. yeah. Take, take Apia Kubi and mm -hmm. his, his cohort of 90-something odd MPs who came to announce to us that the they people of Ghana stay. have told them that they want Kenuforata out. So they are calling on the president to sack him. Then the president called them and said, I won't sack him. Then they came back and told us that the president says we should wait. So now they are not working for the people of Ghana anymore. They are working for the president. They are working for the president. The person who they, they had openly opposed. In the interest of the economy at the time. Come the reason on. They gave. Mm -hmm. Come on. Look, first of all, let us be analytical. The person who we are insisting, we wanted to lead us into the IMF negotiations, otherwise it will fail, is the one who said we won't go we'll to IMF. Go there. Mm -hmm. In what world was that the most credible person to lead us into the negotiations? Okay. Well, but the, the question that many are asking also is that, is Kenofuriata the best finance minister we've had in this country? Goodness such me. that... Even <laughs> because the fact that people are asking for the removal, and in all this, you've been talking about the maneuverings, such that... This is a very diabolical question. I, yes. I, think, I, I, think, the, I think I think the question, the question okay. is sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> I think, I think Kenofuriata is the, is the most favoured most favorite okay. finance minister. Let me, you know, maybe Shalima will have an answer. What would attach a president to the coattails of somebody who, who, who said the opposite of what you wanted? He said, we will not go to the IMF. When okay. He knew we had to go. Mm. But you, you, you insist that this is the only person you want in that office. I don't think there has ever been a more favored finance minister than Ken If it wasn't Ken Oforiata, do you think, at least you have mm -hmm. monitored this, you've been on the political scene, Anybody else but Ken Oforiata, would the president do same? No. Is it because it, they are relatives? What exactly is the connection it, between the two? You have to understand. You have to go back to the president's attempts to be president. Okay. Um, mm. Since uh, before 2000. The three times try? The tr exactly. Mm -hmm. All the times he's tried, Ken, as a family member, has been one of the galvanizing Finance, forces. Yes. Exactly. Bringing in the resources. Mm. Ken did not only maneuver and, and, and pull the resources together. At one point, 
you brought up this fantastic idea of uh, you know uh, nurturing your constituency, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah. And he was on the street, yes, distributing leaflets with a wife, encouraging with the wife, yes. encouraging people Jumping to donate exactly, donate money to the to, to his uh, the president, so his cousin, yeah. mm-hmm. to his cousin's yeah. cause to become president. Uncle cousin, um, yeah, exactly. Not sure, yeah, I mean. And he's done that consistently. The president's defeat in 2008 didn't stop him yeah. from doing it again in 2012. So if you understand that history, the loyalty, the president is a man who believes in loyalty to a fault. Okay. For him, it is, it is everything, politics is about loyalty first, loyalty second, mm. and loyalty third. Nothing more than loyalty. And he said as much a couple of days back. Mm. When he yes. swore in the the new gender minister, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he told the deputies that if you are disloyal, and it, it wasn't competence, it was emphasizing, mm. if you are disloyal, you, I won't allow you to benefit off your disloyalty. Okay. I will suck you have to be loyal. Mm. For him, loyalty, and Ken has been loyal Loyalty. to him to a fault, um, and, and stood by him in spite of his failings to be president. Now he is president. He appoints him. You want him to remove him. That's what I'm saying, that the president himself will never remove Ken. So that meeting that he went and MPP, MPs came, that's what informed my question of James Abunsu. Did the president categorically say so? Because the president that I, I, I think I know, that I've read about, will never, and he's astute, he would have given you an impression and they came out thinking that that's what he meant. But this guy is, a, as, as I said, don't Fantastic sit when the president is around, mm. right? And so there's no way the president sucks in. But should it's the loyalty to not be to the people that the president is serving, people that put him there? Should the loyalty be to... Well, that's not the, what the president communicates. Uh, no, 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 okay. The president communicates okay. that you must be loyal to, to him. him. And you heard him. Was it yesterday or the but day before? But he's not loyal and, and to us. Yeah, he said it. He, even, he even went further. He said, look, if you are disloyal to me, then I interpret it as you are being disloyal to this, the government and thereby the state. No, in fact, he said that always, if you are disloyal to the minister, then mm-hmm. that's disloyalty to, to me. me and, and then thereby to the government, government and the yeah. state. Okay. Think about that. Think about the state of mind. That, that is how the president, president that is the president. That's the president we have. Right? Okay. So for him, loyalty is He knows he's not going to be president forever, mm-hmm. but he considers any disloyalty to him to be disloyalty to the state. Look at the people he sat since he became president. Good. Let's, let's look at um, the first energy minister. Mm-hmm. It was be- believed, the belief then was that That's that minister was disloyal, was, was somehow disloyal, mm-hmm. right? We, we still haven't confirmed the reasons, but there's a lot of speculation around why he made, he, somebody misled the president, mm-hmm. remember, yeah. right? So the interpretation of the president was you miss you you were disloyal to, to me. me so once you break that loyalty chain i will sack you in fact in the deputy minister's case it was clear mm. that once you are disloyal to your minister i will sack you it was yeah. clear okay. i will sack you if you are incompetent oh. no I'll sack you if you are i will disloyal. sack you if you are disloyal to the minister and by extension to me to me mm-hmm. so the people he sat let's look this the one thread runs through from the first energy minister he said who else has he sat we sat um, Charles Dubois Charles here Dubois. recently. Charles Dubois. No, but Charles Dubois' I mean, case, his hand was tied, right? Mm. I mean, his hand was no tied. I mean, he had no choice in the matter. The evidence was clear. Was, I mean, he, that for him is clear. So that's what, I'm, that's what I was so confident to say. 2023, the MPP MPs who think that they are looking forward to a certain kind of reaction. Then they've been the also president. disloyal, haven't they? Say it again. Then they've been disloyal to, to these MPs that called for To the, the president. Yes. Of, that, why do you yes. think that last time when um, my colleague, Quick well, who spoke to um, the, the, the MP, the last MP to speak on the this, two weeks ago. No, no, the Subin MP. Okay. Um, uh, the other one, the other one was, I, I did a story on top, so I've forgotten his mm-hmm. name all of a sudden. Okay. Oh, the one who, um, oh, yes, Subin, Subin. Not the Subin MP. The, Are you sure? The, the Subin MP is Andy Apia Kubi. Uh, uh, no, oh, that's not, no, that's not Subin. No, that's the Eugene, that's Eugene entry. Eugene. Eugene is the one. He's yes. yes. too big. Yeah, yeah. Good, that's fantastic, pardon me. The last time we spoke to him, he said, that people are coming after his seat. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's two, three weeks ago. And it's that he's not afraid of President Kufuado. Oh. He said it clearly. I, I remember doing that story. He said, I'm not, who is President Kufuado? That we, I, I, I was appointed, I got into, I got, I was elected like he was elected. Mm. That he's not afraid of him. He mentioned his name. Is that, he sure? Oh, yeah. yeah well, but he okay. said it. But he, <laughs> said, he said it publicly. Okay. But my point I'm making to you is, you said, they've been disloyal to Kufuado. Uh-huh. 
That is why Eugene is saying they are coming for his seat. Okay, so they all suffer one by one. Well, he they? said it. I didn't say it. I mean, okay. taking his word for it. <laughs> and he said, I'm not afraid. Okay. Right? I, in fact, the word he used that, who is President Akufuado, that um, he got elected the same way he, he was, was elected. And that it was the people of his constituency who elected him. And so the president can, cannot do anything to him. I'm like, okay, let's wait and see. You see, this economy election. and issues about Kendo Foriata alone can take the whole two hours. But <laughs> let me bring in Shamima briefly on this. Then we can get into uh, the most talked about uh, lady also this year, um, Sarah Ajwasafo. Uh, well, uh, Shamima, so let's wrap up on Kendo Foriata. I was asking questions about whether <clears throat> he, he is the finest finance minister we've seen in this country such that it's so difficult to let him go. What say you, Shamima? Beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder and in the eyes of President Kufuado, they couldn't have been any more beautiful person than the finance minister. In fact, the, the President Kufuado is, is your typical right. Oh, goodness. Do I have Shamima? Oh, no. Well, then, uh, yes, we can hear you, Shamima. We lost you briefly. I'm saying that President Ekufuado is your typical ride or die. And oh. we all need an Ekufuado in our lives. Indeed, <laughs> he does reward loyalty. But there's another thing I think. I think that um, Ken is more than an individual representing himself. I think that Ken Oporata is representing the legacy of the firm. The same here being the family. And all along, I'm not sure Ken, despite his quiet persona, his slow but sure approach, he was never going to leave without a fight because this is not about just him. This is about protecting a certain legacy for the family. And he was not going to go out at the point where the kitchen was so hot and there was chaos around him. And I'm sure he was guided by the first few words of Rudyard Kipling's uh, song, uh, um, poem, if, when he says, if you can keep your head, when all about you are losing beers and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself, when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. Only in this case, Ken didn't make allowance for anybody's doubting of him. I'm sure he's been inspired by this one to try to prove himself. And that's where we are now. Because of the 90 or so um, MPs from his side who were calling for his head, and the meeting that was held with President Okupadu, and the agreement that allow Ken to manage and ferry us through this chaotic state. Allow him to pass a budget. Mm -hmm. Allow him to secure an IMF bailout. Let it not be said that in the history of this nation, when a member of the firm came to power again, he was virtually ousted out by members of his own party. That is not a history they were going to allow to be written. They were definitely not going to allow this kind of history to be written about the firm. Okay. And so now, if you go back after an IMS deal has come up, the question, a fair question would be, so why now do you want him out? Hmm. He, you said he brought about a crisis. He has managed to ferry us out of this crisis. We have a budget which is workable. We have mm -hmm. an IMS bailout. Mm -hmm. We have um, a debt restructuring program which is already on the way um, the indications have the market has responded positively to the indication there's a seeming stability returning the city depreciation is uh, being halted and we're seeing some gains the question to them so why now do you still want things to go that would be a fair question to ask mm. so i don't know unless unless can himself wants to walk out after he has performed what he believes to be creditable, there's no way nobody will be able to push him out. Definitely not President Kupato. That's not going to happen in my opinion. Unless after all is said and done, if indeed the hope and wish of Ken to stabilize this um, economy and restore stability and bring us back to winning ways if a semblance of that is achieved, okay. then he says, okay, now I can live with this history.
that yes, under my watch, we came this low, but again, under my watch, we rose back to the tide. Mm. And so I am happy to walk with my head held up than walk with my tail between my legs. Okay. Well, I think that is the approach that um, Ken Oforasa and staff with the support of President Okupado are going to be leading with in the coming weeks and days. So Only then, time will tell. Okay. Well, so I think Ken did not lie when he told my colleague Kwekwasante that as a father, he cannot leave um, his children. So he, at least for 2022, Ken did not leave us as his children. This is the year in review. We're taking a look at the year 2022. Um, there have been descriptions of how this year has been. And um, in Kojo's words, what do you say the year has been? Weird. <laughs> Weird. Okay. Well, so we are live on Joy 99.7 FM. We are on the Joy News channel. We are on all our social media platforms. Um, there are questions that we'll put out there and we'll get your inputs as well. Um, your news personality of the year, sound bite of the year. I've heard lots of people talk about it already, but I won't give it out just yet. We'll talk about it. I know they have their favorite sound bite. They played a lot this year. So we'll get into it at the tail end of the show as well. But one person, um, at least we talked about a man, um, Ken Furiata. There's another lady also that we've talked about. I, I don't know the number of times, Evans, you've done top story yeah. on <clears throat> the gender minister, former gender minister of this country, Sarah Ajwasafo, oh. MP for Dom Kwabinya, um, the most talked about lady this year. He, she broke her silence on the polls uh, with Blazard Suga. At least she was also sacked at some point by the president. You're talking about people who were sacked yeah. by President Ekofadi. Well, when you come, Go reluctantly. When you come back, I'll tell you why, why he stayed that, why she, why she stayed that long. Okay. Mm. Well, we're here. Is it because President Ekofadi wanted her to stay? Okay, mm. but first, <laughs> let's listen to that interview before we get into the discussion on Sarah Joseph. Definitely, I, I will return. Um, as you know, um, my son has been unwell. And that is why I had to come here to the United States to, sh I mean, um, be the mother and the best mother that I could be. And um, I'm still here making sure that all that is settled with my son and all the authorities and the school. And it's still ongoing. Um, I've been a deputy leader of um, Ghana's parliament and I know the rules and I know that um, the Privileges Committee wants me to be in Parliament, but as we speak, I don't know that I've been invited. I have to be served, and I, I'm not aware that any such thing has been given to me. I'm just hearing it from you. As you can see, I'm here in the United States, and I don't know that I was supposed to. I mean, if the speaker says that you've been referred the committee has to sit and have its own modalities of how we're going to appear, when and how, the dates, what information they're requiring. And I don't think I have all that information as we speak right now. And this was in May, in that interview with my colleague, Blizzard Suga on the polls, and returned to Parliament. Mm. She did. and uh, but. But unfortunately, a number of bills were affected uh, because of the absence of a gender minister, the affirmative action bill, for instance. And I'm sure um, Shamima is very interested in that. So, Shamima, um, it was one of your topics. So I'll start with you on this uh, because um, a lot of gender activists were concerned about the absence of a gender minister and deputies because of Sarah Josephus' absence, not to talk of um, Dom Kwabinya constituents and the absence of their MP. I know that um, the... The, the politics of it all. We'll talk about it when we get to Evans. But Shamima, take us away on Sarah Joasafo. Um, so, I mean, the um, Joasafo case is very similar to the Ken case. <laughs> and it's a double-edged word. You look at um, some of the negatives with regard to the effect her absence had on the very sensitive ministry like the Gender and Social Welfare Ministry, which definitely required a lot of um, attention. We'll look at that. But we'll also look at the risk that women and the challenges that women in leadership and in politics 
are faced with and how sometimes women and men are just uh, treated differently when you know in, in crisis situations okay because if you compare Exen and Adwasa, they virtually have been through the, the same kind of you know rigor in terms of the demands and and the criticisms today Ken is still a man standing at your chapel it's a woman gone back to care for her case so two things let me deal with the issue of challenges that women in in leadership are faced with because we're told by adjust chapel that it was circumstances beyond her control that took her out of the jurisdiction of this country and that the president was aware about her her personal circumstances which led her to go out again it brings about the issue of choices when we say that there is um that there is disparity in gender relations and the expectations on women and men are different and that the role of women and men are different. Women play reproductive roles, women play productive roles, women play, uh, play social roles, and society expects of you to play all of these roles almost perfectly. And if society does not recognize that sometimes in your quest to play a, a particular important role, like reproductive, which role is what is ensuring there is labor supply in the market? This productive, uh, reproductive role of women is non-negotiable. Without it, economies will come to a halt because there will be no labor supply. If all women decided to stop giving back, societies will become extinct. So this is an important role that policy and government must protect mm. and so if there was any reason that you know required of her to be away it would have been a justifiable reason to give her a leave of absence okay now you can ask that well but one year was such a long time in advanced countries women can go on maternity leave for one whole year until the case you would say that we are not in the position yeah, but that's not that's not our case that's not our case here shamima pardon i'm saying that's not our case here but that's the that's the point i'm trying to make that yes you may say that we are not in the position to do that and it is not up to sarah adjusta who are taking a leave of absence to find a replacement and I think that the president did act by giving the ministry to a caretaker uh, minister to hold the fort. I mean, there are other issues that came up to mar the entire situation, which involved her participation, uh, her participation in parliamentary activities. And the issues raised about her disrespect to the parliamentary committee that was looking into the matter mm -hmm. um, of her absenteeism mm -hmm. from parliament. So mm -hmm. there again, that's where the criticism comes. So yes, in as much as Agwasapu may have had legitimate reasons for her absence, she ought as a lawmaker to have ensured that she did the right thing okay. legally by providing the necessary information to parliament and receiving the necessary approval for her absence. Mm. And yet, for her refusing to attend upon the committee is a matter that we can raise up with her and require that women who also venture into public office must know that, yes, the terrain is tough, and it's exactly because of the toughness and the loneliness of that position that you must always seek at all times to dot your eyes and cross your teeth so you don't give um, opportunity for people to discredit the gains that you have made. She's okay. one of the youngest politicians who have risen through the ranks and held very important positions in parliament. That kind of institutional knowledge must count for something.
fighting and maintaining a constituency for three terms, it is no mean achievement that ought not to be, you know, rewarded or recognized. Okay. But as Sh I Shamima, say not to cutting, not to cutting at this point, Shamima, but I need to come... we're also not right. Pardon? Okay. I need to come uh, to the studio as well. At this point, I need to manage the time a bit more because uh, it looks like we are going. No problem. Yes. And, and we need to bring in our audience as well. Um, I know the polls are going on on social media. Uh, but in all this, um, in all this, we know that uh, there was an MP that came up and the Deputy Trades Minister, uh, Michael Ochiberfi, that came up to say that it appears it was in protest of the position that Sarah Joseph was asking for that they did not get amongst others. In all this, there are concerns about whether Sarah Joseph actually did her the NPP in the process, and you promised to tell us why no, Sarah course, Joseph was I mean, still. she had the MPP mm -hmm. in the process. Remember that the budget was rejected last year mm -hmm. uh, because she wasn't there. They needed her to <clears throat> uh, in the House to get the E levy passed, but the E levy's uh, delay was significantly also down to her absence because they needed to have the number um, had to be in, in the house to the point where at one point there was a controversy whether it was a dummy that was in the house mm -hmm. or a look-alike that was yeah. in the house you know so there was a big big uh, her absence caused the cause government the entire economy quite a lot because if you believe Geno Friata, that a delay in passing the the e-levy was one of the key reasons why we've been downgraded and downgraded and the cd depreciated and of course I just have to take a fair shot of that blame. The reason why she kept her job for that long, in spite of the fact that she's been away um, and nobody could reach her for, for a year, was because of loyalty. The president will, as I, that's, that's why I'm saying that, there's no way the president sacks Ken Operator. The president will not sack it, even though the woman was, was gone without permission. The president, nobody could reach her. The famous story is told of how the the chief of staff went to her house to... to they were not her, allowed and, in. And she wasn't allowed to see her. Um, we, we heard from the, the, the father of, of her babies as well, also saying the same thing, tried to reach her. And in spite of that, the president kept her in the job for, for a long, long, long time, until very recently when he decided yes, to let yeah. her go because of loyalty. Um, and, and for me, it's the president is loyal to, to people to a fault. Mm. But Sarah Jotofu is gone, is gone as, an, as a... Gender minister, but still an MP. MP. The MPP MPs, the caucus, they they are still determined to get her out. Um, the committee's report was was laid. The speaker says it has to come up for a debate. Mm -hmm. We're waiting for that. Hopefully, the next um, when Parliament resumes, possibly that will come. Okay. So, well, could you? So we we possibly will have a by-election <laughs> on our hands next year. Yeah, we might. Um, so you asked the question: Did, did um, her actions hurt? You know, mm -hmm. the government, the NPP. I think her actions hurt the NPP, her actions hurt Parliament, her actions hurt women and children in this country. Her actions even hurt feminism, if you mm -hmm. ask me. Because Shamima makes some very important points. You know, these kinds of discussions bring up the, the ugly debate around feminism. And I think it's unfair. Because, look, it's not because she's a mother that she faced these problems. It's because she didn't do the right thing. If a man abandons his job because his child is sick, I mean, I have a child. If I suddenly stop turning up for work, and I don't tell anybody why, I don't ask permission, I don't, get, I don't make sure that I'm covered, I don't do what I'm supposed to do, and, I'm, and I basically sacrifice my entire audience of six million people for my child, mm -hmm. there is a cost. It's a decision I've made, yes, I'm a father, I love my child, I've made that decision, but there is a cost. And I will bear that cost, whether I'm a man or a woman. You see, so I don't think it's a gender issue. And you see, we do that sometimes in politics. So if a, if a woman is rude, a woman leader is rude, and we say, this woman is rude, we say, hey, if it was a man, he wouldn't say that. Mm -hmm. But we call men rude as well. Ken Oforiata, uh, sorry, Ken Oforiata, um, uh, Japan says something, and people don't agree with him. They call him rude. If you are rude, you are rude. It's not a gender thing. Okay. You see, but sometimes it just suddenly rears its head up in the debate, and that doesn't help feminism, because there are real battles that feminism needs to focus on, not, not these. Okay. She didn't do the right thing. She did not seek permission. If that happens to anybody, they will face the same consequences. Mm. And but the sad thing about it is that, in her case, she genuinely doesn't think she was wrong. Mm -hmm. She generally doesn't think that there's any obligation on her as an appointee of the president, as an elected representative of the people, to explain to them 
that I can't be available to work for you because I have this personal emergency, which, by the way, is a real, emerg- a, a real reason to be away from work. If my child was sick, I'd be away from work. So it was right for her to be away. But there is something you do. And if it gets to the point where you realize that actually my, my ch- the needs of my child will prevent me from serving in this position, you quit. That's the honorable thing. You quit because you can't do the job. Yeah. You can't. And it's not your fault. Your child is sick. You have to focus and take care of your child. Well, thankfully, we have a new gender minister and um, deputies as well. So we'll see how um, the, the gender ministry will function going forward. But at least I've, I've uh, you know, uh, satisfied all of you. At least you <laughs> mentioned IMF. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it together with Ken Furieta. Shamima talked about the gender ministry, also the economy. We've, we've touched on that. Your one W, your first W, uh, which is um, the wound to me and Galamse, she takes me straight into uh, Stop Galamse Fight. Mm. Uh, we'll talk about it. But I know there's a poll also on social media uh, that's uh, on Twitter. Okay, so let's um, take a look at it. So uh, who is the most talked about personality of the year? And uh, that's the question on um, our Twitter page, on Joy News on TV. And look at the results. Um, <laughs> okay, so Ken Ophirata has 49.4%. Sarah Adwasafo has 8%. And Nana Adodankwa Akufado has 42.6 percent in fact everybody agrees at least the the two cousins are in <laughs> contention for the most talked about personality of the year so ken of in poor position 49.4 percent a man with no constituency beats the president, <laughs> beats the president. yes 42.6 percent so people are still voting and uh, we'll take a look at it again uh, before we end the show but let's talk about our galam safe fights at least um, i know that from the documentary that was put together by my colleague Erastus Osari Donko, much talked about. We started this um, Galam Safe, I know to Galam Safe from the morning show to the PM Express, everywhere. But let's take a look at the president, talk about Aisha Wang, also ties in nicely to Aisha Wang's um, rearrest and um, going to court and all the issues that have come up on that. So, Wound to Me Galam that was your first. Um, Kojo, um, I'll come to you on it, but let's um, take a look at this. When you have a situation like this woman who was, I'm not still sure whether she was in fact deported or whether she fled the country the first time and has now come back, but whatever. Um, There still seems to be some uh, uncertainty about it, but whichever way it is, she's become the sort of nickname for all that the galaxy represents. And unfortunately, also for the involvement of Chinese nationals in Ghana in this particular illicit trade. Well, so that's uh, President Akufado in the Ashanti region, one of the interviews um, talking about um, how Aisha Wang, nobody knows how um, she left the country the first time, uh, the re-arrest amongst that. This was very topical as well. And uh, my colleague, Erastus Asaridonko, thankfully, joins us via Zoom as well uh, to set the ball rolling on the issues about Galamse leading to um, that documentary, then uh, Aisha Wang's arrest, then our Galamse fight amongst others. Then we'll talk about Wound to Me, I'm sure... Um, uh, Kujo is dying to talk about that as well. But Erastus, uh, what a year it's been. I think um, one of the major projects for you this year has been this um, Galamse documentary, amongst others. Tell us a bit about it um, and all the reactions and all the work that you did when it comes to the issue about Galamse. You'd have to unmute, Erastus. Yeah, so uh, if you were to be a blockbuster movie, I would say um, it has topped the charts. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to borrow uh, Kojo's analysis uh, using the movie. Uh, (laughs) It it has received a lot of commendation from both uh, Ghanaians in Ghana, Ghanaians outside, in fact, foreigners as well. Um, who did not know the extent uh, to which illegal mining is raping our environment. And so I've had a number of calls uh, from organizations, from universities who have asked me to deliver lectures on 
you know, illegal mining and how it affects our environment and all that. So yes, um, it has gotten a wider coverage more than uh, the, all the works I have done. But I was expecting that this evidence, pure evidence on the ground, will yield uh, some level of, you know, proactiveness on the side of GAP if really um, they were bent on fighting illegal mining. This was evidence given to you, drone footage, ground footage, everything indicating violations of our own laws with impunity. And, and yet, uh, you, you find out that the, the feet dragging of government and even the fact that uh, certain leaders uh, do not even want to comment about the documentary itself. You remember the uh, Minister of Lands came to Kumasi uh, with the president. Uh, they came to show their own video of uh, what they make of illegal mining and did not even mention at that time when the documentary was making waves, they don't even mention that, okay, multimedia did some works, we've yeah. seen this, we're going to take action or something, not even a mention of it. And in all their discussions, they try very much not to even talk about it. And it's, it's, it's mind boggling, it's surprising that uh, this is a government that seeks to spend millions of Ghana cities putting soldiers out there in the forest mm. trying to fight illegal mining. And then uh, a journalist goes back to assess the work. So to me, this is great feedback yeah. from the person who sent the people into the forest to fight illegal mining. This is great feedback that, okay, I've gone to find out what they've been doing, the effect on the environment, the impact. This is it. What are you going to do You're with it? And yet nothing. It's been done about it. Well, but I'm sure that after we started this campaign or after the, we aired the documentary, the two-part documentary that we aired, I know you have um, your people still on the ground checking the situation. Erastos, please tell me something has really changed. Well, some, uh, some things have changed in certain sectors. Um, uh, with others, <laughs> it is still as it is. Um, when we went to the Deputy Lands Minister's um, uh, hometown, that was mm -hmm. dumping. Mm -hmm. And we showed you what was happening in there. Soon after the documentary aired, uh, in fact, those in the Patahon Forest and the Treboom Forest uh, packed their equipment and left. Uh, soon, they got to other parts of uh, dumping uh, to, to start with the Chinese to mine illegally in those areas, polluting the Bonsa River again. If you had, um, somebody was shot by Chinese miners in that area, uh, close to the uh, Bonsa River, where the Chinese had regrouped and were mining uh, with impunity and polluting the river from that end. Uh, it came from, uh, you know, that shooting incident came from uh, that regrouping that I'm talking about. When you go to Samra Boy, where uh, we showed you uh, uh, drone footage of how the tunnel was being polluted, yes, soon as we aired, a number of the people who were mining in the river gathered their equipment and left in a hurry uh, from the forest. So yes, that is good news. With the town on the Mere Forest, there was a speed dragon in the initial stages. Um, uh, you know, the people did not want to leave. They were still mining in there until we put the heat back on them. And then they gathered their equipment, left. Akonta mining signs that were put over there, the barriers and other things were removed. Okay. Uh, traces of uh, him mining in the Tampanimri forest were erased immediately. And so since then, nothing has been happening there. The people okay. have been talking about reclamation to prevent anybody uh, from even thinking about going back to that area uh, to mine. So mm -hmm. I must say that something has happened on the ground. Uh, with regards to prosecution, well, Martin Pebble, lawyer, uh, filed a, a complaint with the police. He filed a petition to them. They invited me uh, to assess them. I give them information that I can give. And as to what will happen with that information, I do not know. But at least the CID says they are investigating and we are here to see what will happen uh, with that one. Oh, so how long ago was this that you were invited uh, to aid the CID in, in this investigation to the Akunta mining in the Nimue Forest? That was last month. Okay. 
Well, we'll still follow up on that. But Erastus, we can't thank you enough for this work and um, leading this particular campaign for the multimedia group, No to Galamse. And we know that we are not stopping. Uh, 2023 is just about to begin. And I know that there are bigger things um, in the works when it comes to No to Galamse. Once again, I think it's a good time for us to just maybe give a clap to Erastus yeah, Asai for all the work that he did my, when it comes to... It's my... Yeah. Uh, Talking about year reviews, is my journalist of the year. Yes. No doubt. Yes, no doubt. It's definitely no my doubt. journalist of the year when it comes to the news. And then and, and the, the Galamse story dominated the headlines for a while. I, I think it resurfaced and came back to front burner when Aisha Wan, you know, sneaked back into the country and she was um, miraculously uh, caught. Mm -hmm. And then we realized that, oh my God, Aisha Wan was still, was still here. That sort of um, opened the Pandora's box, and that sort of triggered the entire uh, resurgence in the fight against against yeah. Galamse. But that whole Aisha One story just also demonstrated how difficult this fight had been for this government uh, and, and, and their own failings. Because if you listen to the president, for him not to be sure whether, whether she was deported or whether, oh. she, whether she fled, as the commander-in-chief who receives daily briefings from these national security apparatus, what was, was quite a telling story about, about the way they managed this whole affair. Um, we know now, post that, I mean, thank God for small mercies, that the president committed now that she should be tried and mm -hmm. prosecuted. And the here. attorney general had started, had started doing that. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, we, we thank God for small mercies. And then also tied, and you need to allow me to do tied to that because it all had came under the um, auspices of the uh, Land and Natural Resources Ministry. Mm -hmm. It's the um, uh, Sir John Matter. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Wait, just a minute. Because I'm going to do Sir John. Let's, uh, could you finish with the, <laughs> with the word to be? Because I've tipped it. I know that we are going to do Sir John and then uh, walk up, then we can wrap up. I have the presidential gaffe also. Mm -hmm. And then on social media, the soundbite of the year also coming up. So briefly on uh, me, at least Akunta Mining, we've been giving some um, updates Update. that the CID is investigating. Look, I've got to say that when it comes to Galamse, I think this is the one topic that must make the president so uncomfortable. I feel bad for him. Mm. Because the truth is, this president has the credentials of being a warrior for the rule of law. The credentials are established. That's who he is. So to be the president and find yourself in so many situations where you, you can't enforce the rule of law, it must be frustrating. But whose fault is it? I don't know. Mm. I do feel bad for him, though. Because look, mining, honestly, the videos were clear. They were there. They were in the forest. They wrote to the government. The government wrote back to them, said, what you are doing is wrong. So already the ministry has determined that you are breaking the law. But he says he in had a license. Writing, <laughs> in writing. Following that, wait, take action, arrest somebody, investigate something. You say, okay, uh, we have to follow due process. Okay, what's due process? The Forestry Commission must investigate. Okay, then. Let's watch you investigate. But they were directed, at least the Lands Minister directed the Forestry Commission uh, to investigate this. At some point, the licenses were frozen amongst mm -hmm. others. So it, it appears that... So there was a directive to investigate. Mm -hmm. And what happened? The Forestry Commission went into the Nimri Forest, to the site where the mining had happened, the scene of the crime, and burnt everything. Is that investigation... They burnt the evidence. By the way, that was the only evidence because they had already moved the equipment back to the, where they keep the rest of the Akunta mining equipment that is used for legal mining. So if you go there, you won't be able to tell which one was used for it's legal. For legal. legal. <laughs> they had covered their tracks there. Then the Forestry Commission came and covered the rest of the tracks. Is that investigation? Mm. So, I mean, as the president, superintending over this, he must feel terrible because it is quite clear that he is unable, his government is unable to enforce the law mm. against one of his own people. Well, I will allow the audience to make of that what they will. But the truth is the president has been unable to make the law work when it comes to Galaxy. And ironically, this is the only thing for which he put his presidency on the line. But again, as a raindrop dodging president, no consequence shall befall him for this. And we'll definitely follow up on that CID investigation. So from the Nimri Forest, let's enter the Achimota Forest. <laughs> and uh, uh, that whale, 
yeah. most popular world at least. Yeah, in I, my, mean, uh, <laughs> I haven't seen any world like that before. Yeah, I mean, the, that, that was a big story too. Also because, you know, we, 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 there's a lot of speculation and, and rumor in the past about how politicians engage in land grabbing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, they use their positions of power to sort of, you know, amass wealth on themselves. And then, and, you know, people just dismiss that because there's no evidence. And then Sir John, may he so rest in peace, dies, and then his will, will comes up. And then we see in his will, um, and that's the first time I'm actually seeing a will. I haven't seen a will before. Um, I, I, I give it to this person forever. Forever. <laughs> you know. Yes, forever. And, and it, was, it was astonishing. Um, just just a mere... The, 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 you know, the, the bravado of it, the, 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 it just was shocking. The fact that, you know, property that we all know belongs to the state, that in an area that is supposed to be one of those areas that we con conservation purposes, um, the man who was supposed to conserve it, you know, whilst he was alive, was giving it out to people, I mean, to people and willing it out because he, he believes he owned it. Mm -hmm. But I, I must commend, though, whilst looking at that, the Lands and Natural Resources Minister and the way he handled that. Um, he, he quickly set up an investigation. He, he asked the, uh, he, he first of all declared that nothing from that will will be, mm -hmm. will be quit to Sir John or anybody else we had given it to. And I think that, that for, we, we could hold him to that. The fact that he declared that no matter what happens at the end of the day, I'm not, nothing from the forest that he has willed will go to anybody. Okay. was a categorical statement he issued in the back there with many, many documents thereafter. And, and, and I commend him for that. And I, I, we haven't seen that, we haven't had the last of that because part of it is in court. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I understand it's, yes. been, it's been contested. Mm -hmm. you know. So for me, that was, that was a big deal. The special um, prosecutor also had case to, 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 to also, to, you know, to, to look also into look into. Yeah. And then on the, uh, on the Galamsi bait, I remember talking to the Lancet Natural Resources Minister and saying that, in fact, the CID, this was the last mm -hmm. update on this, Okay. Had the Forest Commission had finished? Sorry, not the Forest Commission. The lands, lands, the the, the Minerals Commission, mm -hmm. Minerals Commission, and the Forest Commission had both finished their investigations, and they brought it to him, okay. and he handed over to the CID, contacted him okay. for his side of the story. So they've gathered all that, the and they handed all that now to the CID, the police, to now do what they will. And he okay. said he had given them authority based on the evidence that they've gathered to to go out and prosecute. The question is, I remember Asibwe Dems also filed a mm -hmm. petition, mm -hmm. right? With, uh, still, still with the CID. Yes. The question is, the CID had not told us what the update is. And I think we, we should hold them to it. Because if the minister says, I've done my bit, mm -hmm. I have given you the information you require, the agencies under me had come forth with the, what they found, and it's now in your custody, that civil society have also done the same with the petition. I think going into 2023, that's one of the things that my good friend... Uh, uh, Dampery must update us on. <laughs> I mean, what they are doing on that particular. Have you matter. found out why the police is not talking to the media? It's one of the key concerns for me. Oh, for but this they issue statements. And go, statements. Sometimes you need clarity. So, An issue happens in a region, a district, and you need the police to inform you. So it and nothing happens. Me to say this, mm -hmm. this strategy is not working for us in the media. It mm -hmm. makes our job difficult. But, it's but of course, it's not about the police. The yes. Yes, it's it's working, working for the police. For the police. I, it's a brilliant strategy yeah. for them. No, absolutely. Because nobody is ever going to come and say the wrong thing. Absolutely. Mm. Right? That opportunity because has been something like you go to the Congress. We are the Congress, for instance. You just needed to know the number of police deployment on mm. the ground. Nobody well, is ready to speak to you. Things happen, and the media needs to ask questions. I, I get it. I mean, that's a journalist. Yeah. But if you look, if you look at the policing, okay. pol proper policing. And I think he's doing the right thing here. Mm -hmm. Because we had a situation in the past where every Tom, Dick, and Harry PRO somewhere in Ghana is But there's a national PRO. Why is the national know, and PRO saying not stuff speaking? And getting the police into trouble and being ridiculed, etc. So if you want to speak, get Clarence and Macron. Let Macron provide information. When was the familiar. last time you heard from any police and the public I mean, affairs I department? You. I mean, as a journalist, because we've been used so much to the past where we can just call any PRO anywhere in the past. And we, we have, when, they, when we get them into trouble, we are, we are excited, right? But, but well, he's come. Know. We are not excited. excited. No, I mean, but I mean, need information. Yeah. But, but, but I think, I think Dampari comes in and realizes that is a problem. I mean, because mm. it's, it's also an image thing for the police. Okay. And one of the problems the police faces is image, right? Okay. And I think one of the things he's done so well is a PR 
for the police in terms mm. of trying to rebrand the police when they read the pictures of the dogs on the street right as for visibility this, especially in this season we need to give it to i mean it's beautiful and so yes, I, that's beautiful. why i won't fault him so much although i'm, I'm okay it's shortchanging my work as a professional mm -hmm. journalist yeah. that's fine i won't show if the police is better off for that i'll take that okay well let's um, we'll take a look at the presidential gaff i know you have um sound bites uh, of the year mm -hmm. off the top of your head remember any sound bites uh, that, you know um, I, I think i think um we are a proud nation proud, proud people ah, mm. can't me, no one. i mean she can't <laughs> be the i guess you know she can't so she can't never be well let me take uh, shamima's final thoughts and then uh, we can get the presidential gap and the sound bites uh, of the year shamima you have any sound bites that comes to mind Mm-hmm. What did you say? I was asking if you have any sound bites that comes to mind. We are wrapping up at this point. Any sound bites of the year uh, that resonates? Anytime you wake up, you remember that this happened in 2022. Yeah, I can't even remember them. Oh, Oh, Yeah, that was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, in, in wrapping up, though, I'm sure we are looking forward uh, to 2023. Yes, and, um, yes. I mean, briefly. Um, we're looking forward to a new year, and we're looking forward to better governance, greater accountability. We're looking forward to conscientious leadership, a leadership that is truly selfless, a leadership that will truly place the interest of the majority of the citizens. We are able and we can and our president himself believes in the Ghanaian. So it is time to put the, that Ghanaian again at the center of development. Put that Ghanaian again at the center of progress. Give opportunities to Ghanaians. Ensure that Ghanaians begin to take charge of the commanding height of our economy. Do not let us sell our, our, our best right to foreign interests while we have struggled over the prompt. It is not good enough. So may the year be better. And if I wish you well, may your dreams come to fruition. Amen. Ojo, may you find a wife. Um, hey. Evan, <laughs> may you also be able to buy a Range Rover. That's what the existing no, no, car before the Range Rover comes. Range Rover is the thing. Hey. Thank you very much, Shamima. But let's get into the let's get into the sound bites. Let's get into the sound bites of the year 2022. The sound bites. Fellow Ghanaians, as the French would say, l'argent n'aime pas le bruit. To wit, money does not like noise. Sika empe dede. Where there's chaos, where there's noise, where there's unrest, you will not find money. If you talk down your money, it will go down. If you allow some un 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 unidentifiable person to talk down your money, it will go down. We are not going to the IMF. Whatever we do, we are not. The consequences are there. We are a proud nation. We have the resources. We have the capacity. Don't let anybody tell you. Like when Joshua, Caleb, and, and uh, 10 others went to spy on the promised land. And only two of them came to say that we can do it. And the 10 went around the community, murmuring, you can't, da, 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 da. We are not people of short sight. Okay, so that's uh, our sound by at least. See, can't pay the duty, everybody. Actually, I think that that one. We're talking too. about Twitter. Look at it. People are talking about it. So that's no, the call. What's your your sound bite of the year? Sikam uh, pay the eighty point. Well, it now is eighty one point four percent, and we will not go to the IMF. It's eighteen point six percent. So you see. Sikam Pedede, Laja Nepanebui. Well, it looks like yes. the big sound bites became big through being misunderstood. Sikam Nepanebui. Yes, through being misunderstood because the president was actually talking about how speculation can lead to yeah. uh, mm -hmm. affect the okay. He was right about okay. that. But the, the sound bite, of course, was taken to mean something else. Uh -huh. Well, 20 seconds. Let's wrap up. Let's wrap up at yeah, this point. I mean, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'll wrap up by looking forward to 2023. In 2023, 
um, again, politics for me will be mm -hmm. key because then we're going to have the election of both the flag bearers of both the NPP and the NDC. And yeah. I think for me that will be mm -hmm. that will be key. For the MPP, once that is done, the president is, is, is finished, yeah, really, yeah. because then the focus becomes on that. For me, I'm looking forward okay. to that. Well, let me look at the, the news personality of the year, also on Twitter, another poll. Uh, who is the most talked about personality of the year? Wow. Ken Ofuriata, 49.7%. Beats President Okofado, <laughs> hands down. And that's how we wrap up the year in review uh, for 2022. Uh, we've been live on Joy 99.7 FM, also on Joy News and myjoyonline.com. We see... Thank you so much for being a part of the news here uh, for the year.